Good morning for Thursday, October 15, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Russia uses Syria as a proving ground. FBI inquiry places focus on DraftKings, and in debate, Clinton sent a message to doubters. In today's national headlines, Border Patrol agents accused of profiling and abuse. Supplements said to cause 20,000 ER visits each year. And embattled astronomer is leaving Berkeley. In today's business headlines, the Dow fell 157 points yesterday. U.S. Treasury considers a plan to help Puerto Rico. And Walmart cut sales forecast, citing heavy investment. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Russia uses Syria as a proving ground. Written by Stephen Lee Myers and Eric Schmidt. Two weeks of air and missile strikes in Syria have given Western intelligence and military officials a deeper appreciation of the transformation that Russia's military has undergone under President Vladimir Putin, showcasing its ability to conduct operations beyond its borders and providing a public demonstration of new weaponry, tactics, and strategy. The strikes have involved aircraft never before tested in combat including the Sukhoi Su-34 strike fighter and a ship-based cruise missile fired more than 900 miles from the Caspian Sea, which, according to some analysts, surpasses the American equivalent in technological capability. Russia's jets have struck in support of Syrian ground troops advancing from areas under the control of the Syrian government and might soon back an Iranian-led offensive that appeared to be forming in the northern province of Aleppo on Wednesday. That coordination reflects what American officials described as months of meticulous planning behind Russia's first military campaign outside former Soviet borders since the dissolution of the Soviet Union. Taken together, the operations reflect what officials and analysts described as a little-noticed and still incomplete modernization that has been underway in Russia for several years, despite strains on the country's budget. And that, as with Russia's intervention in neighboring Ukraine, has raised alarms in the West. In a report this month for the European Council on Foreign Relations, Gustav Grassel argued that Putin had overseen the most rapid transformation of the country's armed forces since the 1930s. Russia is now a military power that could overwhelm any of its neighbors if they were isolated from Western support, wrote Grassel, a former officer of the Australian military. Russia's jets are, for now at least, conducting nearly as many strikes in a day against rebel troops opposing the government of President Bashar al-Assad as the American-led coalition targeting the Islamic State has been carrying out each month this year. The operation in Syria, still relatively limited, has become, in effect, a testing ground for an increasingly confrontational and defiant Russia under Putin. In fact, as Putin suggested on Sunday, the operation could be intended to send a message to the United States and the West about the restoration of the country's military prowess and global reach after decades of post-Soviet decay. It is one thing for the experts to be aware that Russia supposedly has these weapons, and another thing for them to see, for the first time, that they really do exist, 
that our defense industry is making them, that they are of high quality, and that we have well-trained people who can put them to effective use, Putin said in an interview broadcast on state television. They have seen, too, now that Russia is ready to use them if this is in the interest of our country and our people.